Coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina, and across the sandy beaches of the Carolina coast, take warning, this is Kaniac Sessions. Kaniac Sessions. Providing you with in-depth coverage of your Carolina hurricanes. And now, let's get on to the session with your hosts, Griff and A.B. Hello out there, Kaniac Nation. Thanks for joining us for session 26 of Kaniac Sessions. I'm Griff. And I'm A.B. And today... We are glad to be back. Sorry we didn't post uh, this session yesterday or, I guess, Monday morning. A um, little bit of uh, scheduling conflicts. AB and I had to link up here, but we're here and we're getting this done. So uh, thanks for joining us. First things first, before we get going today, uh, we are brought to you by DraftKings. As a member of THPN, that's the Hockey Podcast Network. Download DraftKings Sportsbook, use promo code THPN at sign up and score some bonus bets. I think you uh, bet $5, you get $200 instantly in bonus bets. So that's a heck of a deal. I mean, $200 is, uh, is a good chunk of change, AB. Oh, it is. <laughs> um, we are also promotional partners with SeatGeek, first time ticket buyers. And if you haven't taken advantage of this, I don't even know why. But if you're a first-time ticket buy- buyer with SeatGeek, you can sign up and use promo code Kaniac Sessions. That's one word, no space between Kaniac and Sessions. And you can get $20 off your first ticket purchase. So if you want to go to a Canes game and you buy a pair of tickets on SeatGeek that say, I don't know, say you buy in Section 318, and they are listed for $50 a piece, right? So... It's $100 for two, you know, maybe some fees on top of that. You get $20 off. It puts you under 100 so you're saving money. And you get to watch the Canes live. So I would do it. Uh, but let's, yeah, let's get going here. AB, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, definitely not the past. Uh, well, I wouldn't say the past. The last three games have been eh. So I'm really interested to get into that so first off we'll just list the three games here uh justin williams was honored and was inducted into the hurricanes hall of fame against the los angeles kings however the hurricanes lost to the kings five to two which was pretty embarrassing uh, to do it on a Hall of Fame night. And even Rod said after that this one's going to eat him up for a couple of, for a little while. So, right. yeah, that wasn't the best performance. Just got outplayed and gave up way too many chances. And uh, Los Angeles capitalized. Yeah, I feel like we were, I think we were, what, tied 1-1 going into the third period. And then they, uh, they scored those three goals, I mean, right off the bat into the third period and and uh, went up 4-1. I think Drury was able to get a goal to, to bring it to four, two, but they just, I don't know. It's just a, we- I, I don't know. It's just a weird game. I mean, you know, I've always thought that, you know, weird start times are easier on the road team because they're out of whack anyway. And then, you okay. know, I, I don't know. That's, that's probably stupid. But. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, three o'clock game though. I mean, that's just, I don't know. 
it felt weird going to the game because it was light out, and then when you get out of the game, it's dark. Yeah, because it was Monday. It was a Monday game, 3 o'clock, and I had to work that morning. Mm-hmm. Took off early and, and came up, and it was, yeah, it was just weird. And, I, and like, I know if I felt weird, the players definitely have to feel weird. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's not really an excuse. I just – makes me feel better. But <laughs> – but I thought the ceremony was great. I thought they uh, they honored Justin Williams uh, in a real good real good way. I thought his speech was great. Um, and you know, I guess since it was the LA Kings, if you you know dropping that to them on Justin Williams night, since you know he did win cups with both teams, mm-hmm. I guess that uh, that's better than like losing to some rando team. But yeah, either way, Canes drop five two. Uh, but they got right back on track, didn't they, A.B.? Uh, they did. Uh, they did. They won uh, 4-2 to two against the Red Wings. The uh, Red Wings did not have one of their key players, I would say key players now, Patrick Kane. However, mm-hmm. that didn't stop Detroit from making it a close game, but in the end, Carolina outplayed them, and the offense really clicked that game. A lot of our zone entries were really clean and – the only thing was is we we put a lot of shots on that and they didn't put a lot of shots on that, but the ones that they scored were kind of eh to me. Yeah. So it, it kind of reminded me of uh, last year of just a bunch of shots on that and, you know, get a handful of goals. Yeah, but the important part is we came out on top. Um, I believe they scored that power play goal in the third, just a clutch opportunity there to make it 3-2 to take the lead. And then uh, uh, I, I believe it was Ajo hit, hit the empty netter to go mm-hmm. up 4-2. Uh, that was a real good real good feeling leaving that game. I thought, um, you know, Detroit's a tough team this year. I mean, they, they just really are. I mean, they, they've, got, uh, they've got solid players throughout the lineup. And, yeah, Kane was out. But even without Kane, they're still a dangerous team. So. Oh, 100%. Uh, good win. But then uh, we come back, you know, still at home and just drop a weird one to Minnesota. I mean, just another weird game. Like you said, Carolina, tons of shots on net. Um, you know, that I, I think part of that game is we got goalied a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, their guy played, Gustafson played well, uh, I, th- I thought. I, I mean, there were a lot of shots that we took that were right into his chest, you know, that he didn't really have to do anything but be there. Um, but there were some chances where he really had to make great saves and he did. Uh, so they won the goaltending battle definitely. And you know, that score five, two is not really indicative of the game. Two of those were empty netters at the end, but, um, you know, it was three, two, we had a chance there at the end. I think I thought we had a really good chances before they scored that first empty netter to, to tie it up. Just, uh, just didn't get the bounce. So, um, so yeah, you look at those three games, AB, and you just kind of, eh, you know, that doesn't that doesn't feel feel too great. But if we hit the zoom out button a little bit, okay, right, and we just take a more broad look at this situation, mm-hmm. AB, do you remember that uh, Western Canada road trip where we lost, I believe, four through Western Canada, ending in Vancouver on December 9th? Oh, and then I we remember hear the- far too well. Yeah, and then we hear the talk of the closed door meetings, and you know, players speaking out, people not buying in, blah 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 blah. I mean, 
you kind of the alarms were going off, right? Well, yeah, since they that, were. Well, since that day, okay, this team is eleven, three, and four. That's pretty I mean, impressive. It's not bad. I'll take that. If you would have told me that day at Vancouver on December 9th that this team was going to go 11-3 and 4 in their next 18, I would have taken that. What about you? So would I. Yeah, I'm just looking at the schedule again. Yeah, we lost four in a row. And then we won two against Ottawa and then Detroit. And yeah, uh, I was definitely, I think every Canes fan was in panic mode because four in a row is not good. And I remember earlier on in the season, we went under 500 for the first time and mm-hmm. gosh, felt like forever. So they've definitely turned it around and we're very, very lucky that we're sitting second in the division because a lot of teams in the Metro are struggling right now. So, yeah. Yeah, well, second in the division in points percentage, but we're technically third in points. Oh, so, it's Philadelphia. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Carolina's currently third in the Metro with 55 points as of recording. Today's January 23rd. It's uh, Tuesday evening here. Uh, currently, we are one point behind Philadelphia. Uh, we have two games in hand, and and I believe Philadelphia is actually playing Tampa Bay right now. Yeah. So at the conclusion of that game, we will have three games in hand. And the Flyers are currently down 4-3 uh, with about 11 minutes to go in that game. So, you know, whatever happens there, we will have three games in hand. Um, we are also five points behind the Rangers for first place with one game in hand. The, Ra- was- the Rangers, say again? No, oh, I, I got them confused with the Islanders. Sorry, the Rangers aren't playing tonight. Yeah, they do. They play. They play San Jose tonight, but it's a late game. It's it's uh, on the west west coast. So ten uh, thirty start time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you assume that the Rangers should be able to take care of business against San Jose, so that would put them seven points up on Carolina. Uh, Carolina would have two games in hand if that if that happens to be the case. I would probably bet on that, but whatever. Um. Also. AB in the last 10 games, the Carolina Hurricanes are seven, two, and one. Those two losses coming this past week uh against Minnesota and the LA Kings. So, you know, yeah, we dropped two games that you could have had. You know, they were both five two, but I think they were I think they were a little closer than the outcome. Um, but Carolina's currently fifth place in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Boston is currently holding pace in the East, who we've got coming up tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And we are currently 10th in the NHL. So given the rough start, you know, given a couple bumps in the road, they've kind of clawed their way back. And, you know, behind great special teams, some great performances from some players, and even with the struggles our goaltending has had, I think we're still in good shape. What do you think? Yeah, I I agree. However, there are some people that have taken steps back, and there are a lot of people that have taken steps forward. Again, if we had a better goaltending situation than we are right now, and I know that Kochetkov is hurt, 
which does not help, then maybe we'd be looking at an even better record. So, yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say on that topic. Just keep the wins coming, and I'll be happy. Yeah, for sure. So you talked about the goaltending. And, you know, one thing we will talk about now, and I'm sure that, you know, if you if you if you're a Canes fan uh, and you're listening to this podcast, you know, you I'm sure you have some kind of idea what's been going on with the team. Maybe you're not uh, a fan. Maybe you're listening. Maybe you're a new fan. But uh, the Carolina Hurricanes did claim a goaltender off waivers from Columbus by the name of Spencer Martin. Um pandemonium on Kane's X when this happened. <laughs> to say Including me. Including me. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of questions out there. You know, why are we signing Spencer Martin? Who is Spencer Martin? Um, what, you know, how is does this address our need? You know, blah, blah, blah. A B, I said, I've said for a while now, I thought that the a current need, like today need mm-hmm. of this team was to sign somebody between Auntie Ranta and Yanni Peretz, right? Yanni Peretz is our ECHL or playing in our ECHL affiliate in Norfolk. And then you have nobody between him and Auntie Ranta, who is our backup currently. So I've, I've I said last session and the session before, I thought we needed a goaltender between those, like, like somebody to, to fill that gap. And I think that's what this guy is. Obviously, he's playing up with the Canes because Kochetkov is currently recovering from a head injury or concussion. I saw today, I don't remember who posted it, maybe Walt Ruff or, or it was a Rod Brendamore quote that Kochetkov had like one more test to pass in protocol before he mm-hmm. can return to a game action. So okay. I think what Spencer Martin is, is that guy between Ranta and, and Peretz, who's more of an AHL guy, but he can come up and give you a solid effort in net if you need him. Um, AB, tell us a little bit about Spencer Martin. So Spencer Martin previously was with Col- the Colorado Avalanche, Vancouver Canucks, most recently Columbus, has a lot of AHL time in his NHL career, 51 games played, 17 wins, 3.63 goals against average, and a .886 save percentage. This year for Columbus, he's played 13 games, started 10 of them, with a 3-8-1 record, a 3.63 goals against average, and a .887 save percentage. However, on November 27th, he made 33 saves on 35 shots to beat Boston in a 5-2 win. There's rumors that he could start tomorrow night or by the time you're listening to this tonight. And mm-hmm. Ronta getting the nod against New Jersey. Yeah, like you said, it wasn't the move I was expecting because I, I really haven't seen Don pick up a lot of players off of waivers. So. Right. Definitely when everybody saw a goalie was picked up, thought that this was our solution. But it's only temporary. So we have to remember that. I do think there's still a need for a goalie, but to have that guy in the middle where I think a couple years back, 
Yeah, it was after Dave uh, Dave Ayers. Morozik and Reimer got hurt, and we had to bring in <laughs> Anton Forsberg. Yeah. And then Jack LaFontaine, who was playing college hockey at the time and just got thrown into the wolves. It didn't work out. He's no longer with the team anymore. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a short-term solution, so I wouldn't worry too, too much about it. But, yeah, only having four goalies is kind of uh, worrying. Yeah, and and I think that – I think you needed this guy even if you go and trade for a number one, right? If Freddie Anderson is not coming back and nothing tells me that he's coming back, and until I hear that, I'm just going to assume that he's not. Yeah. But if he doesn't come back, you still need – I mean, it, let's let's look at let's a, a normal NHL team that has an AHL affiliate. They've usually got two guys at the NHL level, two guys at the AHL level, right? And maybe one at the ECH level, depending on you know if you, maybe maybe another team is sharing some roster spots or whatever. But usually, a team has what five or six goalies in the system, correct? Say that again. I said usually a team, an, an NHL team or a, a, an organization, has five or six goalies in their system from the yeah, NHL level. Yeah, five or six, yeah. Right, down to the ECHL level, right? And and you're currently looking, before the signing of Spencer Martin, or excuse me, before claiming Spencer Martin, Martin off waivers, we had three, yeah. right? So so I, I think that – I think Spencer Martin has to exist in this organization even if – you go and get another guy on the trade market somewhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, that's just what I think. I think there still needs to be somebody between Ranta and Peretz, even if you go up and get a, a Marc-Andre Fleury or a UC Soros or insert goaltender's name here, you know, whoever. I think it's still good to have him in the system, um, in my opinion. And, and who knows? Like, he's played <laughs> – He's played behind some pretty bad teams, AB. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe he takes advantage of this opportunity and with a good team in front of him. And, I mean, he's shown that he can do it. I mean, you 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 don't save 33, shot, uh, 33 shots of 35 against the Bruins if you suck. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. I, I'm going to keep an open mind. I hope he plays against Boston because um, I feel like the, the Jersey game, I feel like if you have to lose one, you want to lose the Boston game. If you have to, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Thoughts? Any more thoughts on that from you? No. I mean, we're getting ready to get into goalies and some other players and possibly some trade rumors. But before we get to that, let's take – a minute and hear from our sponsors. You're listening to Kaniac Sessions. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. 
the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. All right, we're back. We are back. Let us get in to goalie conundrum that we have here. So we just talked about how we don't have a lot of goalies. So we did hear, however, that Kochetkov was a full participant in practice today. That's right. He was. And there was a video. There was a video that the uh, Canes admin posted. It was a. Uh, they were they were doing uh, shootout drills and mm. <laughs> Kachetkov saved a shot attempt from Jordan Stahl and then skates across the ice celebrating, uh, and it was pretty funny. I just if you haven't seen that, go watch it. It's hilarious. I haven't I haven't seen that. There I are, love that dude. Oh, everybody loves him. <laughs> I will say this, just since we're on the topic of Kachetkov, I don't I don't get it. Like. People say that he wants to be called PK or oh, all this stuff. PK stands for penalty kill. So, I mean, that's a cool name for a goalie. What? I. That's not what the majority of the fans chant in the arena. That's my thing. That's my thing. But we're not going to sit here and talk. Are about we talking about the cooch debate? Yes, we are. Yeah. I, <laughs> look. If Jacob Slavin, if look, if that name is good enough for Jacob Slavin, it's good enough for me. At least it's not the full version. Jacob know? Slavin calls him Coochie. Okay, well, yeah. So does well, Rod. I thought, oh, yeah. Well, I just hear a lot of Cooch. Well, yeah. I mean, most people say Cooch. But if you listen to, like, Jacob Slavin, like, talk about it, or or when they put the, uh, the little skits up on the uh, Jumbotron during the game. Yeah. And, like, literally, they... The, the whole team calls him that locker room. Like, whatever. I, 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 I can't believe we're talking about this. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, let's let's get back on topic here. AB, what do you think this team needs as far? I mean, well, we're going to talk about goalies, and I think goalies are, are one of the big needs, right? Mm-hmm. I also think that another center is a big need. Mm-hmm. But we'll focus in on the goalies like you were like we were just doing. Um what type of goalie do you think we need? I, I mean, I know we just talk about Martin. Maybe he's enough if Kachetkov comes back and plays well. Um, or maybe you get good news on Freddie. But if that's not the case, say Kachetkov comes back and he doesn't regain his form that we've seen over the past couple months and you don't get Freddie back, what do we need as a team? Well, there's one guy that I am really eyeing that I hope happens, and that's Mark andre Fleury. Now, hear me out. He is older. 
However, he can still play, and his cap hit is only 3.5, and Mm -hmm. he's a free agent this year. So that would make the most sense to me. If you want to get into like a groundbreaking thing, I've heard like UC Soros has been on uh, in talks, but he's five million, and he's got one more year uh, after this year. So you're saying, so you're saying that you believe that this team needs to go up and get a guy that can be your starter, just in case. And that my thing is Mark Andre Fleury is my number one choice. Yeah. So say Kachetkov comes back and he looks the same as he did. And he can be your number one guy. So then you think we need somebody that can back up Kochetkov. That could be Mark Andre Fleury. That that could be him. 100%. Or I mean, and to be honest, if you could get somebody like UC Saros to come and, and be like, then you've got a one A, one B with Kochetkov and whoever that is. So I think I agree with you. I think, I think you don't, I don't think you need to go out and get this, you know, big expensive name. You know what I mean? I mean, not, Mm -hmm. not that Mark Andre Fleury and UC Soros are not big names because they are, but I'm talking about in terms of a contract, you know, you don't, you don't need to go out and pay $6 million for John Gibson or, right. Or, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you, this team is not, I don't think this team is, would ever bring in Elvis Merzlikens. No, uh-uh. um, that, that doesn't make sense. He's expensive for some reason. But, yeah, I think I agree with you. Um, you know, there's plenty of rumors surrounding trade targets for Carolina. I know that, you know, we'll, actually, let's just pause on that. We'll get into this in a little bit. But I, another need that I want to talk about is. This is your number one. Yes. This isn't mine. Well, I wouldn't say it's my number one. I would say it's another need. It it could be your number one if look, if Kachetkov comes back and plays well and him and Ronta can take it and run with it, if you know Spencer Martin proves that he's a legitimate option and he can come in in case of an injury, then maybe you can ride it out. I don't know. I say but, we do both. I, yeah, I do too. And if you could package somebody together a goaltender and a center, then do it. But I think we need another center. Like, bad. And I'm going to read some a couple things to you about, okay. about somebody on our team. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jesperi Kotkaniemi. I, I've been pulling for this guy since they brought him in. Mm-hmm. Right? I've wanted i've tried to will him to greatness right but we've seen spurts of solid performance Mm -hmm. but i feel like you know it just doesn't last and we've we've seen the 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 valleys more than we've seen the hilltops with this guy right Mm -hmm. and i'm starting to lose my patience with kk Love the guy, love his personality, and I know he's young. He's only 23 years old, but A.B., K.K. hasn't scored a goal since December 19th against Vegas. Wow. And before that, 
he hadn't scored since November 28th against Philadelphia. He's only got four points in the months of December and January. That's two goals and two assists. And if you compare that to his counterpart, the guy who is kind of stepping up and filling those shoes, you know, while KK's lost in the woods somewhere, Jack Drury, in that same time span, December and January, Jack Drury has six goals and nine assists. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and believe it or not, he quietly had a five-game point streak through the first half of December. Um, you know, I, I want Drury to be on that fourth line this year. You know, that's where he's best suited. That's where the, 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 match, the good matchups are at. And him and Steph Nason have developed great chemistry over the last couple months. And they're playing, you know, they're doing all you can ask them to do. I mean, you're looking mm-hmm. at Jack Drury. Jack Drury could be a 40-point guy this season. I mean, he, he could reach that. If he continues the pace he's at, he could be a 40, 40-point guy. And whoever saw that coming? I didn't. Yeah, we were kind of over the Jack Drury experiment. <laughs> we were. But um, theoretically, you'd like to have Drury play in fourth-line center, and you'd like to bring in a guy that can fill that second-center role and do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe, maybe someone that would give you a little more than Trocheck provided us when he was here. I know he's having a great season in New York. Good for him. But when he was here, I just didn't feel like we got consistency out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you could get somebody that, you know, right-handed guy that could take face-offs, play center, a guy like Elias Lindholm, mm. that that would be exactly, in my opinion, what you need. Um, but, yeah, I think that's the two most important needs, a goalie and a, a a, a center so um you know you can put those in whatever order you want um do you think they need anything else no elias lindholm has been thrown around so much coming back to carolina for what feels like forever i remember they did the same thing about tarasenko yeah. uh, for years and then we had the chance to sign him uh this year and you know stuff didn't happen so I, that's besides the point. He would be a great fit because we need a right-handed center. However, we still can do a package deal. We don't have to do like a one-for-one. That's true. You sent this to me today, and this isn't, you know, confirmed. You know, there's just a rumor. Uh Jordan Bennington. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one. I'm sure you've seen it out there. Um, it's been all over social media today. But, yeah, um, walk walk us through this, this bunch of <laughs> junk. So, Jordan Bennington, he has three years remaining of his contract, and he's getting paid $6 million a year. And Pavel Buchnevich... And when I saw Buchnevich, I was like, no. But then I kind of looked at his stats, and, you know, he's only 28. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, that's a, okay. However, the counter, what they said we would give up or we would have to give up. Michael Bunting, 
Yesperi Kokaniemi, this year's first and second round pick. However, both Bennington and Buchnevich have trade protection. <laughs> yeah, I think Bennington's got a full, full, full uh, no trade clause. And I think uh, Buchnevich has no movement clause. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. So this, this trade proposal was on this website called like NHL trade rumors.com. And it's been circulating around, around the fan base and around Kane's X uh, all day today. And people have given their uh, thoughtful opinions. Um, I don't really know if there's, I don't, I don't know the validity, validity of this website or this outlet or whatever <laughs> um but it looks like it, lo- it looks bogus to me yeah. but you know i've i've always been one to say that if you know where there's smoke there's fire so you know if there is i don't want 100 percent write it off as bogus but you know because i mean technically this deal could work i mean you know you got salary coming in salary going out um but i don't I don't see Tom Dundon and Don Waddell spending that much money in two players, you know, in a trade. Yeah. I, I don't, it just, I don't see that. But, but if we just stop a minute and we pretend that it's real, right? <laughs> if we just stop and say, this is a legitimate rumor, this is in the works, does it make sense to you? No. Why? contract Bennington especially but only because the contract or or is there more to it I would say I'm totally fine with Buchnevich coming here I don't have a problem with that contract nor with the length yeah Bennington on the other hand it's a lot of money and yeah three and a half years after this year so I am I'm not giving up bunting or a first and a second and KK to get both of those guys. Maybe not maybe. What if you could... I would say I would say Buchnevich and KK for a first. I think that's a little bit more reasonable. So Buchnevich coming our way and KK and a first going their way. Correct. But I don't know if that addresses an, I don't really know if that addresses a need. I mean, well, do we need a winger? also a need? Yeah. Well, it is, but I don't, does he give you more scoring than Michael Bunting? I mean, maybe over the course of his career, but we need all the help we can get at this point. I don't know if we do though. I, I don't, I don't know, know if we do. I don't know. I just, I just I like, feel- Buchnevich, but seeing well, yeah. on there, yeah, I, I just wouldn't move. I, no, I wouldn't do this trade. No, I don't. I feel like we're scoring enough this year. I mean, yeah, there have been a couple games where we've, you know, re- reverted back to typical Canes hockey and been, sh- you know, <laughs> 50 shots and Bucks one and goal. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, I feel like for the most part, we're scoring this year more than we have. And, you know, a lot of that, ha- you know, names like Sebastian Ajo and, Andre Sveshnikov and the emergence of Steph Jarvis and you know you're getting a lot of depth scoring but you know it's kind of kind of how the Canes are built yeah so I um 
I feel like we've been scoring. I don't, I don't, I mean, yeah, you can always add scoring and, and, and that quote unquote guy that can get you that big goal in big moments, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I don't know if you, I don't, I don't think you, I don't think we need I a just winger. need, I just need a right-handed center. So Elias Lindholm, do I think that's going to happen? No. Yeah, I don't either. Because we like our group. However, if it takes giving up, I'm not even no, I'm not even gonna put Duncan. I would I would send Brett Pesci uh to Calgary, but at the but at the same time, I don't think you'd want to go to Calgary. I don't think you want to go to Calgary. He you know, he gets a he gets a say, you know, somewhat of a say. I don't know what those teams are that are on his list, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Calgary's probably one of them. I mean, the guy's yeah. from New York. He's got family here. He's been in Raleigh forever. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. I I just don't think you need to. I think, I think Buchnevich would be somebody you go after if you had if you were if you were solidified down the middle, and you had four centers that you were comfortable with. I'm not comfortable with Kokinyami. I don't even care if he comes out and goes on and scores six goals in the next three games. Like, yeah there's going to be a fall off again and um i don't know if you wait if you wait very if, if you're going to trade coke and yammy and you wait a year or two down the road or whatever and he doesn't improve and he doesn't meet his potential then it's going to be harder i mean he's right now he's young he's got a great contract um in my opinion and so I think this is the year. If you got to trade KK to get what you need, then you got to do it. You know, I, and I and I'll be honest with you, I don't want to trade Marty Natchez, but oh yeah, that, I'm totally yeah, up for that. If that's if that's what you got to do to bring in, you know, what you need, a, a, an Elias Lindholm or a, you know, I, I mean, I wouldn't give him up for Flurry. I, I think you can get Flurry pretty cheap, to be honest, um, because. Yeah, 100%. If we traded for Flurry, he had he would have to, you know, give his approval because he has a full trade protection. So, um, so yeah, you could probably get him cheap if if he agrees to that. But I don't know, AB. There's a lot of things out there. I'd love to have Elias Lindholm, but I could see this organization passing him up because whatever reason, you know, they don't want to give him his next contract and. You know, he's do some he's do he's do a pretty penny here coming up. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, but it's something to watch. I think they need a goalie. I think they need a center. And for the record, I think this trade from NHLTradeRumors.com is uh clickbait and engagement hunting. So that's just me. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Well, um, so I think we're about done here. Uh, it's kind of a shorter episode this week, but um, coming up here on the schedule, mm-hmm. we are away in Boston tonight as you're listening to this. Um, we got a 7.30 puck drop. It's a national televised game on TNT, and it's also the mom's trip, AB. That's right. So all the moms are up there in Boston with their baby boys. 
Um, then we are right back home Thursday night where the Jack Hughesless Devils come to uh, Raleigh. Yeah, there's and, still one Hughes, though. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Luke. So uh, then we've got the Devils at home. That's an important game. You need two points out of that. Uh, then we get Friday off, and then we wrap up the month of January at home against the Arizona Coyotes. If you remember the last time the Arizona Coyotes were in the building, you remember that night, A.B.? Oh, do I. Oh, that's the night I. that uh that's the night that we booed the canes off the ice. I wasn't there. Were you not? No, I wasn't there, but I like I couldn't get to a TV. I forgot what I was doing. Yeah, yeah but I saw out. the score and I was like, oh my goodness. It was a four zero shutout. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pathetic. Right. Pathetic. And we booed the team off the ice, and then they came back and went on a 17-game point streak and won 11 in a row. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, maybe we should. You know, maybe we should make that a an occurrence after every loss. Just yeah. to, you know, light a fire under yeah, them. Probably maybe. not, but you know, it worked last time. <clears throat> yeah. So I think you need you need all six points. Hundred percent. You know, the race is getting close. Um, the Flyers are losing. They're starting to, you know, they're starting to fall off, right? It was announced today about Carter Hart, and we wish him well. I don't ever wish for injuries or issues or personal issues or whatever. So, But I'm just saying the state of that team is not like it was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you're, you know, I expect them to fall off. But it is final. The Lightning defeat the Flyers 6-3. So they drop another one. We are still only one point behind Philadelphia with now three games in hand. So Mm -hmm. now's the opportunity. We need to win these next three, distance ourselves between second place and third, right? Mm -hmm. And then we need to, you know, if we can catch the Rangers, great. If we can't, whatever. But you know, we need to solidify ourselves in the top three in the division. And I don't want to get involved in this wild card race that's going on right now in the uh, Eastern Conference because it's looking nasty and it's only going to get nastier as the season progresses. So um, just a real quick to update everybody. You, yeah, I don't know why I'm updating you. This is not live. <laughs> but <laughs> you can be but, like, what's uh, this dude talking about? Yeah, I don't know. But Vegas is uh, currently up 3 2 on the Islanders and their new new coach, Patrick Waugh. That was kind of shocking to me. Yeah, same. Uh, I don't expect him to do anything worth doing there. Wow. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I don't I, think last good. time it happened, he didn't. I don't think he's a good coach, and he's definitely – look. Maybe a good goaltending coach. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But do you is do I think he's going to come into the to the Islanders and and change them midseason? No. No, ain't no way. Ever since they fired Barry Trotz, they've just gone downhill. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see, but – 
the Metro is starting to present yeah. itself as being up for grabs. Mm-hmm. So I think this is the time to take it. If you don't get six points out of these next three games, if you can get five, if you can pull Boston into overtime tomorrow night, and if you drop, okay, I can live with it. Um, but you got to beat the Devils, and you got to beat the Coyotes before the All-Star break because you don't want that bad taste in your mouth going into the, gosh, what does this team have, 10 days off uh, before they come back and play – Something um, like that, yeah. Something like Vancouver that. on the sixth of February. So after our game on the twenty seventh of January against the Coyotes, we don't play again until February sixth at home against the uh, Canucks. So then we got three home games that week: the sixth, the eighth, the tenth, and then we go on a little Western road trip um, through that week of Valentine's Day. So that's what's coming up. AB, I'm looking forward to it. Um, we got quite a home slate still left here. So, yeah. Anything anything else you got to add or want to address? Or or are you uh, ready to get out of here for tonight? I will say one thing. Let's hear it. I'm, are you the kind of person that watches the All-Star? Because I'm not. Well, I, look, That's kind of not my thing. I, I'm kind of curious as to what your stance is on it. I, I mean, so, the draft is cool, but yeah, like I, I don't, I don't know. I um, I do. I watched. I like watching the skills competitions in years past, just because I want to see what the 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 Canes player can do. I mean, we've done. Yeah. I mean, we had Svetch win the fastest skater last year. The year before, Aho won the accuracy shot. I think uh, the year before that, or maybe two years before that, Slavin won, and so. You know, I, I I enjoy watching the skills competitions. I don't I probably won't watch this year because there's not a, a hurricane in the skills competition because it's a popularity really? contest. Yeah, you know, they did this the new format only allows for twelve players to compete in the skills competition and it's all fan voted. For all of them? Yeah. Yes, that's it. Aho so is going Aho the- is going to all star the all star game and only playing in the game. That's it. Okay, so I don't I don't like that because I, I would like Ovechkin to do the hardest shot, you know, competition and not have somebody who like I mean all these guys can shoot well over 75, but there's some guys who have a cannon and probably didn't get uh selected for it. So yeah, that's kind of I I don't I don't agree with that. Listen to this. Let me pull it up here. They, I saw it today, or maybe it was yesterday. They released the uh, the the players that are going to compete in the skills competition. Let me see if I can find that. It's I if I were to guess, it probably well Jack Hughes isn't playing. Uh, I would say Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, Austin Matthews. Mitch Marner. Um, yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I can't. Adam Fox, Mika Zavinajad, Artemi Panarin. There's a bunch of. There's a bunch of. Uh, here it is. No, oh, that's not it? it either. No, that's not it either. Anyway, whatever. It. It. I can't find it. But the thing, you know, it's. It's all. It's all like you said. 
the oh, uh, the it. big. Did you? It's like a bunch of Leafs guys. Uh, the rain. A couple. There's a lot of uh, Canucks that made it. Um. So it's Pasternak. I believe Pasternak, uh, McKinnon, McCarr, Drysidle, McDavid, Jack Hughes. Obviously, he can't. Uh, Nikita Kucherov, Austin Matthews, William Nylander, and Elias Pedersen. Yeah, is what it says. Yep. Now I'm not a hundred percent sure. If this is okay, yeah. Wait, no, okay. I listen to all of them. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I mean, like, I don't know. It's stupid to me. Whatever. And then Justin Bieber's going to be there, and that's even more stupid to me. So we get to see the Hardys jerseys. <sighs> yeah, I'm over it. I'm. I'm not. I probably will not even pay attention to the All Star game this year. Um, I have in years past. Yeah, I agree. But anyways, thank you so much for listening to Session 26. If you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and follow us on all streaming platforms, whether that would be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, wherever, whatever listening platform, you can definitely find us. You can also follow us on social media, at Caniac Sessions on X, Instagram, and Facebook. You can keep up with me on X at AB Caniac Session, and you can keep up with Griff on X at M underscore Griff 10. All right. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in session 27. Bye. Thanks for listening to Kaniac Sessions. To stay up to date on all Kane's news or to interact with Griff and AB, please follow us on X, Instagram, or Facebook at Kaniac Sessions. Let's go Kane! Let's go Kane!